going? It's Tracy Brinkman here. Tracy the Ace Brinkman, your CIO, your Chief Inspiration Officer, coming at you with another episode of Your Success DNA from YourSuccessLast.com. So, have I been asking recently, how's your new year going, right? You're on page 26 of your 365-page book. How's your book reading so far? Boring? Exciting? Do you have the adventure novel? Do you have the love story going on? Do you have the horror movie? Hmm? Which is it? Or is it just like the book you read last year? Now, this is why you're here, right? I mean, these are the kind of reasons why you come to your success DNA and listen to this show once a week. And sometimes when I give you the extras, like today, today's Sunday, it's the 26th. Hey, what are you doing in my ear today, Tracy? Well, I'll tell you about that in a little bit. But before I go there, I want to tell you, ask you a quick question. Do you know the seven critical steps of success? You, you don't? You do? Which is it? You do, you don't? I'll tell you what, at the end of this episode, I'm going to tell you how you can get that, how you can find those seven critical steps of success. But before I start, we always have my daily question. I really don't have a Sunday daily question. I have five, one for each of the day of the week for my premium members. But... Here's what I'll do is I'll give you Fridays. Fridays is actually going to work really well for today's episode, today's special episode. And the Friday's question is, have you done your prep work? Hmm? Have you? Have you laid the groundwork? Have you done your homework? You see, because one of the things I want you to do is I want you to pick that, that number one thing that you want in the depths of your soul. Remember the soul setting episode we did not too long ago? Soul setting for goal setting? What's that number one thing that you want in the depths of your soul? And then answer the question. Have you done your prep work? Have you done that groundwork? And today we're going to talk a little bit more about, about questions. Uh, you know, I give you the question every single day, every episode. The premium members get them Monday through Friday. But I want to talk to you about questions in general. Yeah, I talk a lot about questions uh, all the time. Really, I talk about them in the past. I talk about them with every episode. And I, even a, a couple of years back, I did a webinar just on questions. They're that important. I did a, did a webinar on questions and how important they are. Because if you think about it, as a, a motivator, a friend, I mean, I'm a father to some people. I'm coach whatever you may personally call me as I'm talking to you in your ear they are the very core of what I do and they're at the core of what you do along your path to your success at last which is why we're here right your success at last right a little DNA see what I do of course is I, I need to for what I do I need to build some rapport but I need to actively listen when I have a a person in front of me, and whether it could be a friend, it could be my daughter, uh, it could be a client, it could be whatever. I need to build some rapport. I need to actively listen. But if I can't, or I don't ask those right questions at the right time, I'm really unlikely to be able to help them get any change, or more importantly, to get that lasting change. I mean, and that's why you're here, right? You're looking for those little nuggets, those little tidbits, those little bite-sized nuggets where you can get that that lasting change. And then you're really kind of here to find out how to make that change and to make it last, right? Of course you are, right? I'll have you talk once. All right. So, like you said, about it was what? Oh, I don't know, two years ago, maybe a little bit longer. And I did the uh, the webinar on questions, and it was just it was all of it, the whole entire hour long was talking about questions and their importance. And it was recently, I mean, like last Thursday, four days ago, having a real tough day. I mean, ooh, it was, you know, one of those days you get up and you got a great mood and then BAM! One thing happens and it all comes crashing down around you. And actually, it wasn't Thursday, it was Friday, so it was only three days ago. And I, I, here's a, I could hear the questions ringing in my head that I was asking myself. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, 
they weren't all good ones. So I thought, you know, this is the perfect time to sit down and pull together a list of more positive and, and empowering questions for myself. And of course, that means I come here and I share them with you. Now, actually, the list I have is about 20 questions long, but I think I could jam them all effectively into one episode. I mean, I'm four minutes into this episode already here, uh, so I'm going to split them up and I'm going to share the other, the other half of them with you tomorrow. The questions really aren't any specific order. They're just kind of how I came up with them. So really, do not give question one any more credence than you give question ten. And I'm I really, after, at the end of this, I'll probably remind you again, I really want to hear your thoughts and your comments and your questions, right? Your questions on the questions uh, in the comment sections, whether you're listening to this on, uh, on on Stitcher or on iTunes or from my website directly or, or from Facebook. Um, you know, Drop your questions right into the comment section. I really want to hear what uh, which ones were your favorites, which ones kind of you know spoke to you, uh, which ones I may have missed, right? I mean, I'm sure there's probably questions that you ask yourself in your good times and your bad times. I'm let's be honest, I'm only human. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's it's hard to believe I'm such an awesome person on the podcast, uh, but <laughs> I I joke, I jest. Um, I'm only human. I I've only gone through what I've gone through, and I know you guys have gone through other trials and tribulations, other exciting things and not so exciting things. So you've developed your own questions. I'd really I'd like to hear them and enhance my list. And I may look at one of your questions and go, oh crap, I love that one. Okay, so here we go. Question one. What is really important to me? You know, I developed this one question a long time ago when my daughter Krista passed away. Um, the day she passed away, actually the moment she passed away, literally in a rocking chair, in my arms, for those who don't know the story, um, I rocked her to sleep for the last time as uh, as I walked out of the uh, the ER room where she was at. Um, I paused to really ask myself that question. What is really important to me? At that point in time, I had another daughter. Uh, she was a couple of years older. Um, I had a wife at the time. And, uh, you know, I had, a, I had a nice, a good job. I had air in my lungs, I had you know, money in my pocket. We had, you know, we had our our daily troubles, but that question kind of got me through that tough time. What is really important to me? Because if I would have focused on what I had just experienced, I'm not sure things would have came out quite as positively as they did. So that's um, again, no credence to question one versus any other question. I'm just sharing with you, right? So question one: What is really important to you? Ask that question. Number two. What else does this mean? Whatever is going on in your world, sometimes it doesn't really mean anything, but you give it meaning. Other times, it could mean so much more. On the bad day I was having on Friday, you know, it was I, I had to step back and ask myself, what else does this mean? And really, the answer was nothing. It didn't mean anything else. It was just I had my hopes up, I had plans that were going on, and they were falling apart. You know what else it meant? It meant that what was my plans, they were really important to me. And they were falling apart, and it was making me sad. That's what else it meant. It really meant that I really wanted to do what I had planned. Okay, I'll just plan to do it another time when things work out, when the weather is good, when people aren't sick, whatever was happening to make my world fall apart that day, my plans fall apart that day. I'll just do them another day. What else does that mean? It was important to me. So whatever's going on, ask yourself, what else does this mean? Because sometimes you'll find you're being hurt, you're being mad, or you're being happy about something. And there's an underlying message that maybe you're missing. Hmm? Okay. Number three, who can help me? 
I say this uh, time and time again. You're going to have a mastermind. You can have what I tell you in my ebooks, in, in the book I'm writing, your Who on Two crew. Uh, Benjamin Franklin started that way back when. Um, you can do things on your own. You can. Uh, let's, let's be honest. You can probably do anything you set your mind to. I believe you can do anything you set your mind to. I've been able to do everything I've set my mind to. Okay? So I believe that in you. But when I've enlisted the help of those who have gone through it, success leads a trail, ladies and gentlemen. If I can find the people who have traveled, blazed that trail in front of me, so to speak, I can get it done a whole lot faster. When I was in Toastmasters, I wanted to have the number one um, club in the district. And I was able to do that, not on my own. I did that with the help of those that had achieved that same level of success with their clubs in the past. What did they do? How do they do this? How do they get the membership involved? Yada, yada, yada. I could have tried all kinds of things, trial and error by myself, decided not to. Find the people that blaze the path in front of you and let them help you. Let them give you those tips. Avoid those pitfalls. And the next question kind of leads right off of that. Who can I help? Because, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you, the law of reciprocity kicks in every single time in this on this great, wonderful planet we call Earth, is that when someone helps you, you need to help them. And sometimes you need to help people who have never helped you. Okay? And a lot of times, here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. Oh, I just repeated myself. Sorry. I had a sneeze. And hopefully you didn't catch that on the recording. I tried to catch the pause in time. A lot of times, here's what's going to happen. You're going to go out and you're going to see an opportunity to help someone. And you're going to help them. And the law of reciprocity is going to kick in. And the help that you get might not come from the person that helped you or that you helped. Okay? But who can you help? What can you do? What knowledge do you have that you can share with them? What experiences can you that have you gone through that you can help keep them from going through? Uh, what experiences have you gone through that you can help them get to? The good ones, of course. The bad ones are the ones you don't want them to go through. Who can you help? All right? Be a part of their mastermind. Be a part of their one-two crew. Be the leg up for them. Be that shoulder that they need to cry on. Okay? All right. Here's one I really like a lot. Um, uh, me and my uh, my best friend, I call him my brother Robbie, believe in this one wholeheartedly. How often is your gut right? Growing up, um, Robbie's part of the one person I could always say, you know, I got this feeling, and he that resonated with him. So we we shared a lot of personal insights growing up. He's become uh, my brother, uh, and I don't have a uh, biological brother, but it, it, if I was going to have one, it would be Robbie. And we are always you know, talking to each other about, you know, my gut tells me this, and my gut tells me that. And I'm willing to bet, if you're the kind of person that listens to this kind of program, you get those gut feelings. Here's my question. How often are they right? And on that same question, you now look at, how often have you gotten a gut feeling and not gone with it? And then kicked yourself in the rear when you said, you know, my gut told me. Right? Okay. So that's a very important question to listen to. Next one. What would the world be like if you would just give yourself a break? Sometimes we are our own worst critics. And I say sometimes as in meaning 99.5% of the time, you are your own worst critic. You're, you're nodding. I know I can feel it through my headphones right now. You're nodding going, yep, you're right, Tracy. I'm, I'm tougher on myself than anyone else on the planet. And it's the truth. We are. We're really brutal on ourselves. Successful people are tough on themselves, okay? So, what would your world be like if you'd give yourself a break? If you'd go eat a little easier on yourself? 
yeah, okay, you didn't do it 100% right. But gosh darn it, you did it 90% right. And everyone else hasn't even done it, okay? Look at it from that perspective, right? How would your world be then? Would you have a little bit of less weight on your shoulders? Do you feel a little better about yourself, right? And that feeling a little bit better about yourself is going to help you try the next step and the next step. What would your world be like if you were to give yourself a break a little bit easier on yourself, right? Here's another one I like. What would you do if money was not an option? Now, this is not my question. I got this one from a seminar where I was at with, uh, was it Tony Robbins? It was Brian Tracy. I think it was Brian Tracy. If money was not an option, what would you do? Right? If, 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 if you had however much money you needed in the bank to feel secure, what would you do with your life? What career would you travel? What travels would you do? Right? Well, how would you change how you raise your kids? How would you change how you live? You know, what would you what would you do if money wasn't an option? That's a very important question because then it kind of kind of help you level set of hmm. If I didn't have all these other things bogging me down, this is my true passion. And I keep telling you, if you don't know what your number one goal is, that is your number one goal. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is probably one of the number one questions that will help you get there. All right? I can't stress that one enough. All right. Last three. Look, see, I see. I, this is a good thing. I broke these down into two sections because we're 13 minutes in already. Question number eight. Who can I, or you could also phrase it as, who should I forgive? Man, oh God, you know, you can spend your life going around carrying grudges, carrying burdens, begrudging the whole world, whatever trials and tribulations you've gone through. Yeah, it's not going to help you. It's not going to get you anywhere. Just sit down and forgive. You know, uh, probably one of the easiest ways you can do it is sit down and write a letter. Write a letter of forgiveness to the person that hurt you. You don't have to send it to them. They don't even have to be alive. They don't have to be around. They don't even need to know that you forgave them. It will just do your heart golden piles of good. And that probably didn't make a whole lot of sense. It just it would do you so much good. Lift such a heavy burden off your heart and your soul, off your shoulders, off your mind. If you just said, you know what, I, I, I can't carry this with me anymore. I, I, you hurt me. You know, right in the letter, you hurt me. And this is how you hurt me. But I forgive you. And there you go. Moving on. If you want to, burn the letter afterwards. Seal an envelope and don't send it. It uh, doesn't matter. Just forgive. Right? Number nine. What am I truly grateful for? This one comes right off the first one I gave. Um, what's really important to me. I think the next question I asked myself after she passed away was, what am I truly grateful for? And I started within myself. You know, I just, I remember I was, at this point, I was probably going up the elevator in the hospital um, to the little room that we were, uh, we were, that we had at that point. When you're in the, in this, uh, there's some rooms that have bunk beds and you know, there's no tables, like a single bathroom. And it's really the minimum so that the, uh, the parents of uh, uh, children in, in the children's hospital in Pittsburgh at the time, um, can have a place to wash up and relax and you know cry whatever it is they need to do at, at, at that given moment in time but I remember going up the elevator at that point and, and thinking to myself what am I truly grateful for and I started by looking at myself I was I was grateful for my health you know I have all my fingers and my toes and my limbs and my eyesight and my hearing and if you're listening to me right now ladies and gentlemen there's one you got to be grateful for right there you can hear right imagine all the people that yeah right 
you heard me say that can't hear, but I wasn't saying it. That can't hear. That can't see. That can't talk. That can't walk. You know, that can't breathe with a respirator, which is how my daughter was right before she passed away. What are you grateful for? Start inside. Look at that, right? Do you have a little bit of hair left in your head? No? Okay. You have none? Mine's going away. Who cares, right? I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the daughter that I have. All both of them. Grateful for my grandchild. Grateful I have a roof over my head. Grateful to have a decent car to drive, um, a job to go to, uh, people like you listening to me as I babble on for now 16 minutes, right? I'm grateful for so many things, and that helps me look at the world a little bit differently. So ask yourself, what are you truly grateful for? And the last one for today, and I try to say what I, one thing is the best for last, and like I said, don't give me any more credence than any other. What would my hero do and I want you to replace the words my hero with someone you look up to uh, and it could be different someone's depending on the situation uh, I usually switch out what my hero for uh, names like Bruce Lee Benjamin Franklin Lincoln and these are people whose biographies I've studied and uh, I try to you know learn them as much as I can and so sometimes I'll ask myself what would Benjamin Franklin do? What would Bruce Lee do? Um, there were times in my career uh, that I would ask, you know, what would my boss do? Or what would the CEO of the company do at that time? And I would get different answers. And especially if you take the time to read their biographies and get to know those uh, heroes of your world. And for you, it could be what would Jesus do? Or what would your pastor do? Or what would your father do? What would your mother do? Or your big brother? Whomever it would be. Whoever it is that you would look up to in that situation, ask yourself, what would they do? Right? And that would help guide you. At least give you a, a stepping point to get out from. Okay? So those are the ten questions. Um, I'm not going to reread them for you. We're already 18 minutes in. I'm really trying to cut these uh, podcasts down to give you little snippets you can listen to on your way to work as you're doing your workout or whatever. I don't want to go into long, boring trial. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, here I am going on and on, right? But like I said earlier, I wanted to tell you about the seven critical steps to success. It's a little ebook out there, and I think I'm going to turn it into an audio. It seems like people are a little more receptive to audio. Right now, it's still an ebook. So if you go to the website, YourSuccessAtLast.com. So no matter where you're listening to me from, iTunes or Stitcher or, or Facebook or LinkedIn or from the site itself, you'll see a banner. Just go to YourSuccessAtLast.com. See a banner about halfway through, and it'll say, "Do you know the seven critical steps to success?" If you click on that, it'll take you to the little page there. Drop in your name and email, right? And I'll send it right to you, and you'll get to learn it. It's uh, it's pretty handy. And if I turn it into an audio, which I'm I'm really thinking about doing. Actually, I think I'm going to do it. I'm kind of committing myself. I'm committing myself to you that I'm going to do it. Anyone who's on the list will get that audio version as well. And one last thing before I let you go, uh, in the next about 40 seconds, I'm um, doing a a mind mapping webinar. I've been uh, toying with this. I use this tool a lot myself in brainstorming and goal setting and uh, in business development. And uh, if you look at my whiteboard up here, I think I've sent pictures of it uh, before. Um, I do a lot of uh, mind mapping. Mind mapping is a really handy technique. So I'm going to be doing a, a webinar on that. If you're interested, shoot me an email at Tracy at your success. At Tracy at successatlas.com and I'll get you started. I'm going to put up a little banner up there on the webpage for people to start signing up for that as well. It's going to have a lot of great content. We'll take you through some uh, 
free tools out there that help you do mind mapping, teach you some techniques on using it for everything from business uh, to personal and goal setting. And you'd be surprised how powerful a technique it is. So with all that, I want to leave you as I always do. Think successfully and take action. I'll talk to you tomorrow with the other 10 questions. Bye-bye.